to the Ghetto Good Girl Podcast. I am your host, Justice Antica. I am a vessel of the Lord, honey. I am the messenger that he has sent to you today, baby. If you was listening to me, woo, <laughs> y'all just don't even know. I have been having so, and I feel like people say this a lot. Like, y'all know pastors get up there and they be like, they get up there and they be like, oh, y'all, the devil didn't want me to bring y'all this message this morning. And maybe they say it like every other Sunday or something, you know what I'm saying? But not nah, for real. If you've been following this podcast, it has been some spiritual warfare. Where is my prayer warriors? Where is my intercessors? Have y'all not seen? I've been missing in action. It's been going down over here. But God, but God, like I just had to just cut everything on and, and, and just go. Because if I kept thinking about it, the devil was going to keep on wrestling me and... Yeah, we ain't giving him no victory over here. So, y'all, God has been wanting me to get back doing podcasting. And I was like, God, I don't even know what to talk about. Like, And it was me. It was partially me because I ain't even been reading my Bible. Like, When I say I had started going through so much spiritual warfare back in like February, that's when it got hard, like for real. Honey. I'm just going, I'm going to try to encourage you. If you feel like you're going through spiritual warfare, I know it's hard, but keep leaning on God. Even if you fall, it says the righteous, a righteous man falls seven times. Even if you fall, keep leaning on God. Like I would get mad. I would get angry. I get upset, but I would still put a way to lean on God. Like listen to something a christian podcast listen to a sermon on youtube pray just talk to him even in your anger just be like god this is so like this is a lot like i am like god like i I would do that for real like for real and some of the stuff i'd be like lord for real this not even that i want to burden you with these little smaller everyday minute issues but you are my God and you said that you want to do life with me. And this is life right now. Life right now is lifing. And so, yeah, I ain't going to lie. I was the righteous that failed seven times, baby, because <laughs> who, y'all, <sighs> yeah. But I, do, I have been getting back into not only reading my word, I, I like trying to be faithful with reading my word not just opening and reading a little piece but daily set aside the time okay whatever time the spirit moves better for you a lot of the times it's the morning time and i have found that with a lot of people but some people can get by at night like i don't, I don't know your life you know so you set aside your time and you seek out the god because baby the devil is seeking after you okay you gotta run her poo but y'all what if it's all in his plan like what if everything we going through is a part of the plan all right look so y'all i had really really just dove in on this like samson character in the bible he a person right but you know you you, you know what i'm saying i'm not about to do all that anyways really dove into his story for real for real and I just got this, like, notion of what if it was always in God's will 
for you to make the mistakes. What if? Because, I mean, God already know everything, right? He all-knowing, right? I know the Bible say that he will, you know, make the good, make the bad turn out for the good for those who love the Lord. And I might, I'm paraphrasing because I know I'm not 100% on that. But y'all know what I'm saying. Look it up. Google is your friend. And how you, in 2023, is no freaking way you can sit up and say, oh, I don't, um, I don't know what God w- would say about this, or I don't know about that, and I don't know this, and I don't know much about the Bible. If you got a question, Google. It's going to lead you right to whatever scripture you need. Google is no reason for you not to have the answers in the Bible. <laughs> what do you really think? A lot of these like new age pastors be doing, they don't even get no understanding. And that's why I don't like to come on my podcast and just be talking. I don't. I like to like come on my podcast and have some type of scripture to get y'all. So y'all know that it's not me talking out of my own flesh. Please do not be. <sighs> do not let these people trick y'all. Everybody that's saying, Lord, Lord, don't really even know the father. Don't even have the spirit. Okay. For real. Test the spirit. Are they on there just talking about things that bother them? Are they on there just coming out of their flesh and they need a place to vent and they don't have it or something? Like, are they on there just giving you what they think? And not really what this Bible is really saying broke down, okay? And just because people got big words, good pronunciation, they don't use the word nigga. Like, that don't make them more holier than nobody else. God will use a donkey to get his words across. God will give mouths to the stones to praise him if we don't do it. You think that he wouldn't give it to this little old ratchet person to tell you something? I look for God in every way. I don't know who God is using. I am walking around waiting on God to stop me in the middle of Walmart to tell me something. Because I know that God, if he got something to say, he going to say it to me. I don't care if it's wrote on the back of a cereal box. I don't care if the cashier ain't number a 16-year-old girl, but she has some wisdom and how this 16 year old girl is thinking like that god is wisdom he gives us wisdom those foolish thoughts come from a wicked place which is the devil okay i I wouldn't even go in there but i'm just saying in this age of social media it's a lot of people talking smack and talking trash and these folks don't even know what they talk about like everybody is like oh if you're hearing this, then God wanted me to tell you this. If you scrolled on my post, this this message, I don't know who I'm talking to. You don't know who you're talking to because you're not talking to nobody because God didn't tell you to say that. Or they be so generic all the time. Open your eyes. Stop allowing people to give you water. Like, for real, they're watering it down. They're taking the most generic scriptures about Jesus so loved the world that he gave his only forgotten son. And then they, they spend it and they say it 18 different times in 18 different ways. And now you following this person because you need real hope. You have a real need. You really need somebody to pour into you. You really need somebody to pour some, some wisdom and some knowledge into you for real. So this is the person that's, that that fell on your screen and you're like, well, let me just follow her. But she really can't lead you nowhere. God don't teach us 
just how to fish, but how to be fishers of men. Get a relationship with your father for yourself. Listening to me don't make you closer to God. I mean, it do and it don't. Because <laughs> you could be listening to us like, you know. But you know what I'm saying. Use common sense that God gave a billy goat, okay? But anyways, oh, let me get off that tyrant because I was not. I ain't going to say where I was going. Like I said, I'm making this podcast to let the devil know that he can't keep my voice. And I rebuke that. The devil been trying to keep me silent. He been trying to take my voice away from me. He's been trying to 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 sift me and trying to just, oh, but I rebuke it. I don't care what happened. I don't care what I do. And I don't care what goes on in this world. You can tell me they about to bomb the U.S. and Ukraine and China and Russia. And guess what? I am not of this world. I am in it. And I got to keep doing what I got to do. And I cannot conform to the ways of this world but i have to be transformed by the renewing of my mind so boom got back in the bible boom i've been reading do it afraid by joyce myers um just do it if it, if god has something that he wants you to do do it i know for 100 percent certain god has this podcast for me i don't care if zero people listen to this podcast i don't even check for real who's listening to this podcast i don't because I'm not doing it for me. You know? I, I'm not doing it for accolades. Like, I make the podcast, I post it. I do go look at the analytics, the overall analytics, just to be like, okay, 80% um, of this or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, don't even know what it means. I think I've told y'all that before. I am not doing this for that, period. I'm doing this to be obedient to God. I'm doing this to fulfill the purpose that he has for me. Because if I'm doing what he wants me to do and I'm in his will, I know that I am protected. He who finds shelter in the, what it says, finds shelter in the wing of the almighty or whatever. I am finding shelter in God. Like, that is it. I'm doing what he want me to do, so I'm in his will, so I have his protection, so I have his provision, so I, man, do what God has for you. I don't care how hard it is. I don't care. It's going to be hard. The devil don't want you to do it because it's the right thing to do. Because that is going to lead you to where God wants you to go. Because being disobedient is sin. Don't eat the apple. Eat the apple sin. Sin came into the world. Everybody cursed. Disobedience is sin. So if you're not doing what God wants you to do, you're being disobedient. Like, I'm not even trying to come for your neck. I'm coming for my own neck. Because I, I have been being, I know God wants me to do this. But I'm like, well, God, you know I'm going through this. Um, Like, I thought that I heard, well, I ain't going to say I thought. I really knew I heard God in February to make a decision. Yeah, I made that decision, but then I put my own little two cents in, and my two cents, I mean, opened up the door for spiritual warfare for the last eight months. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Be mindful to follow God's instructions to the T. If he says do only drink water, don't make it sugar water just water don't add no splendor don't ask for no lemon just water don't even ask for ice he didn't say ice water stop trying to be smart you're dumb you are a human and he is a god y'all not on the same level for real stop trying to think for yourself <laughs> lean not on your own understanding y'all are not on y'all i'm talking to me but if this applies to you my nigga wear the shoe you feel me <laughs> for real i'm talking to me 
This is a justice. Get it together. <laughs> For real. So I also have been, I'm moving around y'all, but I also have been, um, allowing my mind to be renewed so that I can look at God and his character differently. Instead of angry God, punishing God, thunder, lightning, roar, right? I, I talk on my podcast about how Bible thumbing Christians, they try to make it seem like God is hating his love. And I say that and I know that. But I have also been under that doctrines for so long that when things happen, okay, like I read today in the Joyce Myers book. Y'all should get this book though. No cap. Because... Man, I'm only on chapter, like, I just finished chapter four. If y'all don't like what I talk, oh, well, I rebuke you, devil. I said four. Anyways, I'm on chapter four. <laughs> and um, it talks about strongholds and that a stronghold is just pretty much, here it is. We believe things that are not true because deceptive thoughts have become strongholds in our lives. Thoughts, whether they are true or false, positive or negative, build strongholds in our minds. Strongholds are places where our enemy, the devil, hides in order to destroy God's good plans for us. My nigga, the stronghold was thinking that God is just trying to, like, he gonna punish me, and he's mad at me, and everything that happened is because God is angry with me, and God is no longer with me, and I made a mistake, and I missed the mark, and I did not hear, and I heard him, but then I still did my own thing, and I was doing this, and I put my hand in, and so now I'm in trouble, and God ain't with me, and how dare I get on this microphone, and I did something wrong, that was just the freaking devil, like, beating me up for eight, eight months, Jesus. And I miss podcasting. I miss talking about God. Like, I missed it. I love talking about God. And then, I had nobody to talk about God with, for real. And y'all know, like, I like making my TikToks. And then I was like, I don't even really want to make the TikToks right now because I've been stressing about not doing the will of God. And that's been tormenting me. And now I've been stress eating and now I'm in the game. Wait, and I don't even want to be on TikTok, bro. Like, it's just, it's just a little domino effect or whatever. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot of lie, but not too much for my God. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, y'all changing the way I see God instead of this big, like, instead of picturing God, y'all know, I never really watched the movie. I'm gonna be real. But I got the picture of the movie. Y'all remember the little more <laughs> the little mermaid? Y'all remember the little mermaid? And her dad was like the god of the sea or something. Never watched the movie, but yeah, y'all watched it. Y'all know what I'm saying? And he looked so strong. And he had like the little fork in his hand. And he had like he, like he was that guy. Like he had the, the beard and the you know, he was strong and like picturing God like that. Instead of picturing God like the the father who loves us who is constantly 
going to the window and checking the front door to see if we're on our way home and constantly calling us to be like, are you safe? Are you okay? I was just thinking about you or constantly going and and saying, oh, you know, my child loves this. I'm going to prepare this meal for my child tonight. I'm going to surprise her. I was like being this loving father. I know he loves me, but what the mental image of my mind is do right or God going to get you do right or God going to get you do right or God going to get you do wrong. God going to get you (laughs) instead of being like do wrong and God knew and he understands and he loves you anyways and he loves you past that and then like it's it becomes a war in my mind because I the Holy Spirit is helping me break down those strongholds right because that's a stronghold that is because especially me and then I have to think about me being a little girl and I have to think about well you view your parents and then you have to coming to this ideal of God as your parent and so you kind of take that same view and just place it on God and so with that being said like me being that little girl that was always like I want to do right I don't skip school I don't go to parties I don't do this like I, I just I always really strive to be good right and I had a good grandmother who I mean like she was a virgin until she got married it ain't that many of them in 2023. <laughs> like, let's be real. For real. So, that's that. So, in my mind, it was always, like, I used to beat myself up that I wasn't a virgin. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because what? Because what? Yeah, I made that mistake. Yeah, I did. It happened. <laughs> and it happened even though I was beating myself up for not being a virgin and not waiting to marriage. I still wasn't practicing, what is it called, abstinence or whatever. I still was in the world. And so we have to give ourselves grace because it does take time to renew your mind. It takes time to get the stench of the world off of you. You have to be washed clean as snow. You come to God, you are a dirty, dirty, filthy, nasty rag. And he has to go through a process of washing you clean as snow and I know you think like oh my washing machine only take 30 minutes hour and a half tops okay that's a washing machine you are a person your towel don't have no mouth it is not speaking curses over your life because we our words have power of life and death right your towels um they don't have the option to do anything but what you say do. Until you fold it, until you take it out the drawer, until you rinse something off with it, until you wash your body with it, it does nothing. But you have an ample amount of opportunities to continue to fall short of his glory and miss the mark. And so that process of washing you take longer right so i have to remember to give myself grace i beat myself up and then i allow the devil to beat me up and then it becomes this just like oh i feel like boulders are on top of me because i did wrong and i hate doing wrong and the devil know i hate doing wrong so then he keep on going huh you did wrong you did wrong you did wrong or he send people to be like oh you just did you 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 did this i can't but you you know so you got to rebuke that. You got to know when the enemy is attacking. And you got to understand. You got to really get with God so God can show you you. You think you know you, but let God show you you. Because when he show you you, he'll show you also those areas that 
you are allowing the devil to attack you and work in y'all i am like a lot of minutes in on something that i really wasn't even about to go that way for real but god is good because whatever it is he need me to say i'm gonna say that and that's on prayer but saying that to say like that's where we have to break down the strongholds and that's where the warfare comes in and that's when you start to war against the devil because when he bring those ideas of like oh yeah you you know what it's over with for you and god you might as well turn and go the other way because child it's over and then you have to go back and be like and that's why you gotta read your bible because you got to be able to come back with a scripture even if you don't know it's psalms 91 you got to be able to at least know hold on and, and i'm not talking about psalms 91 but i'm saying you got to at least know the same but then in this bible and god's word then he's then david do some stuff because david was a king god made him king and david was sleeping with other people wives and then killed the man so the man didn't find out that he got his wife pregnant and god still in the end said that david was a man after god's own heart he allowed david to write all of the psalms y'all didn't y'all read them psalms read them psalms baby read the psalms and a proverb every day if you want to have real wisdom you want to be able to have a better prayer life and you want to be able to really understand more about god read the psalms and a proverbs every day Read a Psalms and a Proverbs every day. I said that three times. The Holy Spirit told me to say it three times. I said it three times. Do it. A Psalms and a Proverbs every day. Oh, God, Jesus. And that's why I love this Bible. I'm not sponsored by him. Maybe one day, if it's in God's will. But I love this, the one-year Bible for women. It's like pink and green, and it has a little pink flower on it. It's the NLT version. But y'all, I got the NLT version. What's this? I have another NLT Bible. And it's just, I got it when I was in jail for them 20 days. Um, <laughs> Prison Fellowship Inside Journal. The Life Recovery Bible. Large print. I mean, it, I ain't, I, to, till this second, I didn't even know it said prison on the front. And it said on the back. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, this is the Bible I got in jail. I love this Bible, though. Y'all can't, man, judge if you want to. But my Bible says judge and be judged. And condemn and be condemned. But you should forgive so that your Father in Heaven will forgive you. So t- do with that what you want to. See, this is why you got to read your Bible so you have something to come against the Spirit. This, this is real life in front of you, spiritual warfare. Me trying to talk to you, and this is what was going on. Me wanting to talk on this podcast and just give real stuff, real situations. I made the podcast for real situations, and I was being a little plasticky when I first started because I didn't know what I was doing. But then I started listening to other podcasts and reading, my, and like just really listening and really, and it was like God just want me to be for real and be me and be give what He say give and don't sugarcoat it for real. You know what I'm saying? Because people need real help. They not they lives ain't sugar coated. Them bills ain't sugar coated. <laughs> People going through stuff, they husbands cheating on them, they boyfriends is beating on them, they kids is on crack. That's not sugar coated. So why 
are so many ministers getting in the pool pit, watering down and sugarcoating what people need to not give up, to not give up on their kid, to not throw in the towel on their marriage, to not just be overwhelmed by the burden of, of bills, give up on believing that God is going to do it, become their own God, thinking that they got to work 80 hours a week to provide for themselves when my God is a provider. Jehovah, was it Jehovah Jireh, my provider? Is that is that it? Co correct me if I'm wrong, but read your Bible and you'll know for yourself. You know. So, and I'm not even mad if you take the time that you take to listen to my podcast and just start not listening to my podcast and read the Bible. I'm okay with that. I rather you listen to God's word. This is His word. This is Him talking to you. He got something to say to you, but He wrote it down. You got to go read it. <laughs> he wrote it down. He, it's something he got to say. It's just in here on one of these pages. And you got to have the thirst after him to be like, God, I know you got something to say. Just tell me where to stop and I'll stop on whichever page, man. For real. I read something in my prison Bible. For those that got something to say, play with your mama, not me. And, um... <laughs> I'm going to laugh if this goes viral. Jesus, I'm going to laugh. But anyways, I was reading that for somebody else. Um, It was one of the Psalms in here. And I was reading it for them. I wasn't even reading it for me. Like, I just happened to open it up. And I happened to read that one. And I was like, this is for such and such. Got to tell them to read it. And then I put the Bible down, left the Bible open because I didn't want to lose that spot. I did put a little sticky mark, but I didn't want to lose that spot. Left it open because I know they're going to call me. When they call me, I'm going to give them what God told me to give them. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. My laptop is not going to die. It's going to stay charged until I'm finished. In Jesus' name, because I don't even see the charge. But guess what? My God can keep it charged. Anyways. Anyways, later on that night next day whatever i just started reading some of the other stuff that was after that and then i came to psalms 132 so i, I read one i read about five more psalms until i got there that's why you got to read the psalms every day because god is talking and it says dear it says sorry lord remember david and all that he suffered he made a Solemn promise to the Lord. He vowed to the mighty one of Israel. I will not go home. I will not let my self rest. I will not let my eyes sleep. Nor close my eyelids in slumber. Until I find a place to build a house. Lot. I'm sorry. House for the Lord. A sanctuary for the mighty one of Israel. And then it was like. I flipped the page. And it was a lot of words. And I was like. Y'all. I was sleepy. It was time to go to sleep. Like. I just happened to read that part before going to bed. And I was like, God, I'm not reading all that. So somehow God just shifted my eyes down to the middle of the page. And there was an answer. So in the beginning, there was David saying, remember me. Remember me. Like, I, I said, I'm going to do your will. Remember me. I said that I'm going to do this. Like, remember me. I'm, I told you I'm going to get this done for you. I'm going to do what you asked me to do. Remember me. And then I skipped all in the middle. And I was like, I'm about to fall asleep. God, I'm not reading all that. <laughs> because not for real, my eyes was crossing. Um, 
And this is what stuck out. Here, I will increase the power of David. My anointed one will be a light for my people. I will clothe his enemies with shame and he will be a glorious king. God got an answer for you. Boom, there it is. Boom, God has an answer for you. If, if that ain't it, Alright, but back to what I was trying to talk to y'all about today. Holy Spirit, can I if I if not, it's okay. What if it's all in his plan? What if it was always in his plan for him to do this? What if it was in God's plan for David to commit adultery and kill somebody? What if that was God's plan? Like you act like God don't know what's about to happen. Like he just getting surprised. <gasps> what? You cut somebody out at work today? <gasps> Oh my God, not you. Like, he's not, like, I never thought this. Like, he's not doing that. What? You allowed pride to rise up. You, you, what? You started back reading them Zodiac signs. What? You text your ex. What? You got, what? You done set up for a, you bought a spend a night bag. What? <laughs> you think he up there like oh my god like looking at us like we a soap opera or something like i can't believe did you see season two <laughs> god knew what was gonna happen he know what's gonna happen tomorrow he know what's gonna happen next week he know what's gonna happen on the last day <laughs> he know what time jesus is coming back on them clouds and yes jesus is coming back on some clouds rolling in here be ready he know when the rapture is. Do you want to wake up and everybody gone but you? Because you made a mistake? Because you didn't live in, in, in his will and purpose and you was doing what you wanted to do? Lord, I just pray that I get, I want to make it in the rapture. Because what comes after that? Oh, but I thank you, Lord. Oh, but I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. My prayer as a sinner. And not to say I don't see it. <laughs> okay? My prayer as a sinner was, Lord, don't let me go to hell. <laughs> don't let me miss the rapture. Lord, let me get my stuff together. Let me get saved before it's too late. Because I knew I couldn't get saved on my own. It's too hard. I would try. I would go to church for a little bit. I, girl, reading the Bible was a no-go. That was too hard. Reading the Bible was too hard. Like, y'all think I'm joking, but I it was. It was too just something was keeping me from it. Even during the eight months, it was like, it was something. But I still, like, Lord, I'm still going to try to pray. And I'm still, even praying was hard, but I still was doing it as much as I could. I can't say I was just like, oh, bobo shot, all in the spirit all day. Like, no. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was literally a lot more in my flesh. Angry, upset, disappointed, confused, enraged, sad, heartbroken. I was going through all of those for the last eight months. And it was hard for me to read this Bible because I'm confused. Because, yes, I was following what you told me to do. But somehow, yeah, I made a little mistake or whatever. But how did I get so off track? Like, I was so, y'all. <laughs> okay. 
but what if it was always in his plan from day one so i was reading the story about samson okay so y'all know in judges this is when god kept rising up people to like there's no more moses there's no more joshua these were the people who were leading the Israelites. Moses was first, and then he he had to pass the torch to Joshua, per God. And, um, okay, now it's no Joshua. Now the Israelites need a, they're like, oh, we need a, we, we need a leader. They keep on falling back to sin. And that should, goes to show you, if you don't have God's spirit with you, you go sin. Because that is your nature. That is the nature of flesh. It's to do worldly things. And it makes sense because God created us from the dust of the earth. We are created of this earth. This body, this flesh suit is earthly. The spirit man inside of us is what comes from above. So there is a already war right there. And who is going to control the life? If we're going to let our flesh lead us in life, are we going to let our spirit man lead us in life? Right? Are we going to follow? Are we going to accept the Holy Spirit into our temple and allow him to lead us? Right. OK, but if we're made from this dust, this dirt, that's why the flesh want to do the earthly stuff. It comes from the earth. So it, it, this is this is all the sin that is on the earth. It wants to participate in the things that it come from. It comes from a sin. You were born into sin. You were born into a body that came from the dirt. Of the earth. That is cursed. Am I losing you? I hope not. Keep up, baby. Anyways, catch up, baby. Not mustard. <laughs> I play so much. But for real. For real, for real. Like, that was deep, but that was for real. So, Samson. Like, back to God is in control. Why do, like, oh. So, Samson was born to two parents who couldn't have kids. God sent the angel to be like, look, you're going to have a baby. It's going to happen, okay? But uh, when you had this baby, um, he's dedicated, and we need you to do these exact things because uh, he needs to be dedicated to... If I could find the words, because I don't really... I don't really like lying to y'all, so... And I don't want y'all to ever get to that point where y'all just believing in everything I say. Even a prophet... Okay, thank you, guys. I know that I, I that's my calling, but any prophet, any prophet, don't just every word they say is God, every word they say is gold, every word they say is truth, every word they say is the word and the life is not. They're human. When God is using them for that appointed time to speak to you, that is what He's trying to say to you. But why y'all at Chili's and Applebee's and Piccadilly's eating? They probably are not speaking from the Spirit. They are ordering their food out of their own normal mindset of what they like to eat. They are also a human. Stop idolizing and putting prophets on pedestals. Yes, respect the 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 calling. Respect the office that they sit in and that they operate. Respect the anointing that is on their life because God said, touch not my anointing and do my prophet no harm. But please don't make them your God. Everything they say is not law until, the, until God himself is speaking through them. Okay? If they say they like chilies over Applebee's, that doesn't mean God like chilies over Applebee's and God will not put his spirit in Applebee's. Go to Applebee's if you like Applebee's. I don't like Applebee's. I do like chilies of Applebee's, though. 
But anyways, not where we're going with that. But somebody needed to hear that. Anyways, for he will be dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth. This is what the angel said. You will become pregnant and give birth to a son and his hair and his hair must never be cut for he will be dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth. He will begin to rescue Israel from the Palestines. It was always, it was always God's will. It was always what God wanted. God always said this, this is what's going to happen. So you can't tell me God didn't know it was going to happen. He already, this is, he called it, he the one who, he the one set it up. Okay, so he knew that this man was going to rescue rescue the Israelites from the Palestines. Am I saying Palestines? Yeah. Okay. Fast forward. The boy is a boy. I mean, like he doing stuff. Okay, he's strong. You know, he got the testosterone and he got muscles. You <laughs> come on now, y'all know what type of mix that is. He boastful. He boasting about, oh yeah, God let me kill all of them with a donkey's head. <laughs> but he killed the Palestine. He did. Sometimes God's anointing is so great that it still prevails. His word will prevail even through your mistakes. This boy was legit doing crazy stuff. <sighs> he, but every time he still did the will of the Lord, he was killing. Even when uh, the wife situation, right? He was trying to scheme and scam. He was a scammer. He was a scammer. He was like, you know what? I'm smarter than y'all. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you this riddle. I know you're not going to know the riddle. I made the riddle up. But I'm going to give you this riddle and I know you're not going to get it. So what's going to happen is when you don't get the riddle, then you owe me money and now i am going to be able to have money to take care of my new wife my new bride so you have until my wedding day to figure out my wit my riddle and on my wedding day i need my money pretty much just how it went all right so read your bible for yourself this is in judges and it starts at judges 13 so do it for yourself okay i'm just i'm just paraphrasing i'm just the vessel i'm just the messenger um so anywho um, they told his bride, his fiance, who he supposed to be marrying, look, I'm, we're not going broke playing with Samson, okay? He's talking about we got to get him all this money and all these, this, these clothes and all this other stuff and all this. Like, we're not doing it. So, ask your fiance, what is he talking about in this riddle? And if you don't figure it out for us, we're going to kill you and your daddy. Okay? So now she's scared. She don't know Simpson like that. They supposed to be getting married or whatever, but her daddy? Y'all going to kill my father? This my daddy. Like, I ain't even married to this man yet. He already causing trouble trying to get my daddy killed. What is going on? So she go to Simpson like, man, can you tell me this riddle or whatever? So... Samson, like, I ain't told my own mama, my own daddy. Why would I tell you? Anyways, you know, women and their persuasiveness. And Samson had a thing for women. See, people don't want to talk about that part. But anyways, because he used to go and sleep with prostitutes. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, this man of God. God called him to save Israel, but he sleep with prostitutes. Not just any prostitutes. Prostitutes that are prostitutes of the Philistines. The people that God want him to kill. Oh, okay. 
he mixing and mingling with the devil. Mm-hmm. But he got a calling on his life. And the calling going to prevail. It's going to happen. Even No matter what you do, it's going to happen. God, the devil been for evil. God set up for good. That, that is exactly what's going to happen. So... Anywho, he tell the girl, the girl tell them, they come to him, they're like, aha, we figured out the riddle. And he like, and he literally says, Lord, where is it? Because I could, I, I, it, it just, it was funny. If you had not been conspiring with this helper, where is it when this man called her a heifer? Here you go. If you hadn't plowed with my heifer, you wouldn't have solved my riddle. This man called her a heifer. This man called her a heifer. In today's time, y'all would be like, oh, curse word. It's just like, it's not a curse. A real curse. I'm going to let God deal with y'all on that. But a real curse is literally a curse on somebody's life to cause destruction, demonic actions for them not to prevail in the world. That's that's a curse. Saying somebody to die is a curse. Saying their kids never going to be something is a curse. Those are curses. Okay? Heifer, not a curse. But that, let the Holy Spirit convict you how he convicts you. I am not in that. Okay? But I'm here to tell you that God still gonna get his thing done. So, anyways, Simpson, okay, he didn't marry the girl right then. He got mad because he had to go and pay them people back. They figured out the riddle, so he went down and killed like a lot of Philistines. He killed a lot of them because he had to get the money to pay them people back, and that's what he had no money. He broke. That was his plan to get his money to be able to take care of his wife. Okay, anywho, so he killed them or whatever. Then the father gave the wife away to his best man. So that pissed him off. So then he went and caught 300 foxes. This man was strong. He killed a lion. Like he killed a lion. This man was strong, strong. And when the spirit of God come on him, okay, God did something with that man. Okay. So he tied the hair of the foxes and he let, he burnt them and he let them go. He burnt down all these people, grain, all their food, all their everything. So they like, you know what? Why did you let that woman marry his best man? Now we ain't got no food. He done, he done got mad. He done struck us again. They still end up killing the woman and her father. And they burnt them to death. So she tricked Samson. It's so much to learn here. She tricked Samson to give her the riddle to save her father's life. She was playing trickster, right? When this is the man you're supposed to marry, technically woman, she wasn't a woman of God, she wasn't an Israelite, she, she didn't know God for real, but woman, what you should have did was went to the man that's about to be your covering, it's about to be the head of your household, you should have went to that person and said, this is what's going on, they're trying to kill my father. Look how strong that man is, you don't think they would have killed, he would have just killed them. I mean, he killing people anyways. But yeah, so, she still died, her father still died. He still did what God said. God said he's going to use, he's going to kill up a lot of Philistines. That was, that's the whole point of you being born was to get rid of these people. So 
it still happened. You still killing them. You 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 killing them whether it's for a famine because you killed you you burnt up all their food. You going down there killing them, stealing all their clothes and their money to pay back these people that you tried to trick out of their clothes and their money. Then you made sure that this woman and her father got killed. So I mean, pretty much it all still happens. Um. So anyways, time goes on. Samson out here doing what he do, and then he decided to um sleep with prostitutes <laughs> he was spending the night with prostitutes philistine the philistines okay uh they tried to kill him there they thought you know okay when the morning come he gonna be done with the prostitute we'll kill him in the morning he left at midnight <laughs> okay he got him got out of there then so then it says um at four that's four yeah it says sometime later samson fell in love with a woman called named delilah who lived in the valley of Sorek, the ruler of the Philistines, went to her and said, entice Samson to tell you what makes him strong and how he can be overpowered and tied up securely. Then each of us will give you 1,100 pieces of silver. So in my mind, it doesn't say that, but the paragraph before that says Samson was sleeping with prostitutes. So he already has a thing for those certain type of women. Okay. Not saying Delilah was a prostitute. But. She saw 1,100 pieces of silver from all y'all. For this man. It never said Delilah was in love. It said Samson was in Samson got a thing for women. Like. where This is his issue. He liked to trick people. And he liked women. That's, that's that. Right. We can read that and we can say that. Okay. So. Instead of her being like, Samson, they got a thousand dollars. Go rob them. I mean, you're doing, I mean, either way, somebody's going to get hurt or killed or something, right? I would rather have this strong man as my bodyguard than give the strong man over to them. But okay. She decided to continuously ask him and nag him and beg him. Every time he give her the wrong answer, she'll set him up. This was, now, this is where, where was your discernment, Samson? Because she comes to you and say, why are you so strong? How can you be tied up? You tell her a lie. You know that ain't what it is. All of a sudden, she's like, Samson, you're tired. You wake up tied up. <laughs> she just asks you what to do. You wake up and she done did exactly what you done told her. And here come the Philistines trying to kill you. But because it was a lie, you got out of it. Then it happened again. She, you lied to me. Tell me for real. You tell her something else. She do that. Here come the Philistines trying to kill you. You get out of it because you lied again. You a trickster. You feel like you're such a trickster. You play so much that you can keep on playing on this line with the devil and your purpose. Mmm, bar. That hit. You playing on a line between the devil and your purpose. I can dabble dabble a little bit right here. I can. Okay. But then it says, eventually, she nagged this man so much. He finally told her what it... Finally, Samson shared his secret with her. My hair has never been cut. For I was dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth. For my head was shaved. Sorry, if my head was shaved, my strength would leave me and I will become as weak as anyone else. 
she knew for real. Okay, now he's telling the truth because I can look at your hair and tell you it makes sense. Finally, something that makes sense. So then she set him up. Okay. He had seven locks. He had dreadlocks. I don't know. But he had dreadlocks. He had seven locks. She shaved off the seven locks of his hair. And in this way, she began to bring him down. And his strength left him. Then she cried out, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. When he woke up, he thought, I will do as I did before and shake myself free. But he didn't realize the Lord had left him. So the Philistines captured him and gouged out his eyes. They took him to Gaza where he was bound with bronze chains and forced to grind grain in prison. Y'all remember he burnt up all their food. But before long, his hair began to grow back. The Philistines rulers, they had a big old festival. Now I'm paraphrasing. They had a big festival. I was just reading, but now I'm paraphrasing. I like to let y'all know the difference so y'all don't be thinking, okay? Anyway, so then they had a big old um, festival and, you know, they were praising their God, saying that their God gave them victory over Samson, right? You know God ain't with that. And so they having a festival. They getting drunk. Then they was like, you know what? Bring Samson out here so he can amuse us, you know? So they brought Samson out there or whatever. Samson blind, so he had a servant person that had to like guide him out because he's blind. They took away this man's sight. He can't even see them coming if he wanted to this time, right? Samson, still being a trickster that he is, he like, he told the little servant who was leading him, he was like, place my hand against the pillars that hold up the temple. I want to rest against them. Okay, so the servant did that. Now, the temple was completely filled with people. And it had the Philistine rulers in there. And it had about 3,000 women and men that was on the roof. Who were watching down from the roof. Okay? So Samson prayed to the Lord. Sovereign Lord, remember me, O God. Please strengthen me one more time. With one blow, let me pay back the Philistines for the loss of my two eyes. Then Samson put his hands on the two pillars. Remember, he just said he wanted to rest. This nigga knew what he was doing. He put his hands... Forgive me if he ain't, but he had, he had dreadlocks. I'm not doing this with y'all. Anyways, he put his hands on the temple. He pushed against them with both hands. He prayed, let me die with the Philistines. And the temple crashed down on the Philistine rulers and the people. So he killed... More people when he died than during his whole entire lifetime. Later, his brothers, plural, and other relatives went down to get his body because this man was big. He was strong. He was huge. And they buried him. He was the judge over Israel for 20 years. For 20 years, he was appointed by God to keep Israel safe, to lead Israel to God's spirit. This is who God appointed before he was even formed in his mother's womb, he was appointed to lead the people of God and do God's will by getting rid of those oppressors over his people. This was his calling. This was the reason he was born was to do this, to kill them. Do I really believe that it had to go like this where this man had to? No. But somewhere along there, he allowed his flesh that he loved women to get him caught up with Delilah. Delilah ain't have no God in her. You got to be careful who you getting caught up in and attached to because Delilah didn't even have no God in her. Okay? She was not being led by no Holy Spirit. So, 
It didn't bother her. That, okay, let's set them up. It is what I need my money. I got bills. So she set him up. And him thinking, ah, oh, you know, him cocky, boastful. Ah, oh, man, you know what it is. I'm just going to get up and uh, beat up some other Philistines. If I'm saying it wrong, I'm saying it wrong, but I call them Philistines. I'm just going to get up and, you know, I did this so many times, man. It is, man. They ain't nothing at man. Them people can't see me. Stop it. Stop it. You think they can see me, man? I did this before. This ain't nothing. Not knowing you've been playing with the devil too long. Stop it. You've been sitting there allowing that temptation to constantly, constantly come. You know that. Open your eyes. You don't see the devil trying to get you. You ain't paying attention. You that much out of discernment. You got the spiritual gifts. But are you really being led? At what point? Like, I don't see where he even went to God about anything. I don't even see God talking. It's like after the angels told his mama X, Y, and Z, Samson wasn't referring back to God. That cockiness could have came from childhood. His mama could have raised him up saying, God came to me and told me you are this and God and God. And, and now he like, yeah, I'm that guy. You know, God, God created me for just this right here. Yeah. Yet and still God, God could have known all this time. This was how this was going to happen. He could have let his, yeah, yo, your child, your child is going, yeah, I'm going to give you a child. He's going to deliver you from the Philistines. You think if he, if, if he had to say your child is going to be lustful and women are going to, um, you know, entice him so much that every time it has anything to do with a woman is going to be some death attached. He tried to get married. She snake him. He killing people. He go back to go ahead and finish marrying her. She done got married to somebody else. He killing uh, people through not having no food. He kill he burn that grain. <laughs> then she still get killed. Then he go to the prostitute. Then he fall in love with another girl. I mean, it's a lot to take out of this. Like a lot. But this is still somebody God used, somebody God loved, and he still had a purpose in this earth to fulfill. Even through his ratchet, he was ratchet. This nigga with prostitutes that don't believe in God, like he is in the trenches. He supposed to be. He was the leader of Israel for twenty years, but was over there at a prostitute house outside of his kingdom, like ratchet. <laughs> And people try to persecute us. No, that don't mean God don't love you. That's why I said I'm trying to change my mind on God. Don't love me no more because I made a mistake to God loves me. I still have to do what my purpose is in this earth. I just have to ask for discernment and I have to build up my spirit man so that I have the strength which power love and self-control is what God gives us he does not give us the spirit of fear but the spirit of power love and self-control so keep going don't give up that is like boom there you go keep going you're going to fulfill whatever you're supposed to fulfill in this earth David fulfilled what he was supposed to fulfill even though he was having babies with uh, other men wives and killing them he was setting up people David was setting up people 
legit to get killed. Legit to get killed. And he was still the man after God's own heart. Seriously. It's so many ratchet people in this book. Why do I keep beating myself up about being perfect? And I can't find nobody perfect but Jesus. I don't know why I'm like this. But God is helping me. And he can help you with whatever you're like. Because I'm not saying you're like me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just talking. And you're just listening. And maybe you talking back. Because that's how I do podcasts. I be talking to <sighs> that was deep. That was a lot. That was a lot. I mean, Jesus was a little ratchet himself. Let's be honest. When he saw them folks in there exchanging foreign money, I don't even think it was so much the issue that he saw them selling the cattle and stuff, even though why. But it was like he saw them in there exchanging money. Like, oh, you, you don't have, oh, oh, I got you. Come over here. He was like, hold on. Jesus went back outside. And I'm going to tell y'all where I'm coming from. Because read it for yourself, shawty. Don't come for me. I'm in John chapter 2, verse 13. Start at 13. And just keep going. Anyways, he went outside made a whip out of some ropes. And then chased everybody. This nigga is beating people with ropes. Like, get out of here. Stop playing with me. This nigga is running through the temple beating people, whipping people. He tied the ropes together so I know they thick and they hurt. Man, stop it. He said, get these things out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a marketplace. Then when they came to him, what are you doing? If God gave you authority to do this, show us a miracle sign to prove it. That's how they came to him. Like, why are you doing this? God sent you, show me. Jesus, the gangster that he is, he was like, all right. He literally said, all right. <laughs> Verse 19, all right, Jesus replied. <laughs> he literally was like, all right, destroy this temple, and in three days, I will raise it up again. He wasn't talking about the church. He talking about kill me. I mean, if he went the Tupac of his own era, he literally was like, all right, kill me. Kill me. Watch I come back. Watch I come back stronger. Do it. I dare you. Kill me. Kill me, nigga. Kill me. If you don't like the way I talk, it's like a thousand other podcasts. I'm just going to put it out there. But this is this is where we at. He like, all right, do it. Do it. What? They exclaimed. Like, what? He was talking about his body. He wasn't talking about the building. Yeah, that's crazy. It did in 23 it was like because of the miraculous signs Jesus did in Jerusalem at the Passover celebration, many began to trust in him, right? Because they see him doing signs, even though they so fake, you know. 24, it says, but Jesus didn't trust them because he knew human nature. No one needed to tell him what mankind is really like. It's human nature to be trash. You got to have the Holy Spirit. If you don't have this Holy Spirit, please say it right now. Holy Spirit, come into my life. Help me, lead me, guide me to truth. I need you. And the Holy Spirit will come. Just be real. Just open your mouth and say it. He cannot help you until you ask for it. He is not around here making you be better. You need to want to be better. Everything in this Bible will make you better. But if you don't want to read it, oh well. You hungry, but the food in the refrigerator, you don't even want to go in there. We'll sit there and be hungry. My mama used to do us like that. 
We'll say we hungry. She'll say, what you want? And we'll go, I don't know. And she'll say, well, you're not hungry and keep going with her life. Ain't nobody about to force you to figure out nothing in life. Nobody, not even God. Make up your mind. Choose this day who you shall serve. You cannot serve two masters. Light and dark do not mix. It, it cannot exist together. Who would light? What they said, who would light a lampstand and put it under a table? Let your light shine. Open your mouth. Be the light. Do what you got to do. Then I was reading Psalms. Okay, we back talking about David. Like, so Psalms 103, but I jump, let's jump to verse 8. It says, the Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. He will not constantly accuse us, nor remain angry forever. He does not punish us for all of our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. Skip down to 13. The Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. For he knows how weak we are. He remembers we are only dust. Y'all, that made me want to cry because like the night before, that night before, I literally heard God in my spirit tell me that he was concerned. He was worried about me. He coming to check on me. He, justice. What is you doing? I am worried what is going on. <laughs> you can't tell me God don't love me. And because he loved me, I know he loved you. Because I am not worthy of love, y'all. For real. Not going to cry, even though I want to. But y'all know what's up. <laughs> it's I'm still, I believe in vulnerability too. If I said it wrong, oh well. Cry if you gotta cry. Shoot, let it out, bro. Cause if you're not letting it out in a in a positive way, you're gonna let it out in another way. That was me. Because growing up, my mama was like, ain't no crying. Ain't no, no, you're not doing all that crying. I didn't know how to deal with a lot of my emotions. And they were beating me up for a long, 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 long time. When I got grown and big stuff started beating me up, like big stuff. And we ain't talking about school tests, no. Evictions, repos no food no job out here struggling bad relationships getting beat up <laughs> like for real i didn't know how to deal with those things i didn't know how to cope with those. no yo if you don't learn it in your childhood you you gotta make yourself learn it in your adulthood right so in my mind i didn't know how to deal with those things and then like if i cry i felt weak i crying made me feel weak I shouldn't cry. My mama said don't cry. So I shouldn't cry. So not to cry. I, I, and then I would ask God to kill me. Like, God, just take me off this earth. Like, I would talk to God. I wouldn't commit suicide because I don't I don't want to end up in hell. So, God, can you kill me? Like, these are, these are real conversations. Like, God, if you see it fit, don't wake me up. God, if you see it fit, just can you take me out of here in my sleep right now? Then I was having a hard time sleeping because I was dealing with so much trauma, I couldn't even sleep. I couldn't sleep past 30 minutes to an hour. I'd wake back up. <laughs> so I started smoking weed. I did. I was... I was, what, 24? I had, like... I was the good girl. I didn't... I didn't smoke no weed. Most people were smoking weed in high school. I knew people were smoking weed way before me. And I was like, oh my God, weed? You shouldn't do that. That is a drug. 
when the, when the battles of life started beating me up and I didn't I didn't I didn't have a relationship with God. We <laughs> we I was smoking and was and then coming to an understanding of God then I had to deal with that. Church people ain't gonna understand I smoke weed. <clears throat> I just gotta get that together. You can't go in the church smell like weed, girl. <laughs> and then that was a battle, right? Because I still didn't know how to cope with nothing. Yeah, it takes a while for God to wash you clean as snow. It takes time to let God renew your mind. I went through a battle of stopping and then starting back for a long time. I battled that in these past eight months. I stopped because I was, I decided to start doing trucking, which was another thing because I was never at home to do the podcast too. So, But that still was a battle in my mind. You have to get an understanding of what strongholds are in your mind. And for me to break the stronghold is for me to learn how to get through things with God. For real. Because I call myself leaning on God. What? I'm fasting. I'm praying. I'm watching sermons. I'm watching podcasts. I don't watch regular TV. I don't try to mix and mingle with none of that. I don't listen to secular rap, R&B, none of that. None of that. I am praying for Christian covering. I need more Christian friends. I ain't gonna lie. I need people who are real prayer warriors and this is not an altar call for y'all to just come out the woodworks because y'all want to hang out if you're not really an over prayer warrior please ignore me um i really i need a real prayer warrior who who can who really got a a call from god to pray for me not they just want to do it but if you know because everybody prayer mm -mm. some people be praying the wrong stuff no no i don't go to everybody asking for prayer (laughs) no Everybody is not praying out. I was on TikTok and people be on these lives, girl. People be on these lives like, oh, yeah. They want to tell you everything. They not even tired. God said, test that spirit. Because she was saying, she was saying to somebody, God is about to give you the move and God is about to do this and God is about to help you move. You about to get everything you want. She wasn't even talking to me. I just happened to come in. I actually happened to scroll on it while she was talking to somebody else. Me putting my little amen, you know, in there. I'm like, yes. Can't wait to God do that for me. Praise God. That's what's wrong with y'all now. Y'all waiting on God and God waiting on you. Girl, you isn't dead. Let me test, test that spirit so quick. That is not of God. What do you mean? Yes, it's faith without work is dead. But baby, if you going everywhere and then just expecting God to tag along with you, you're not really in the spirit. You need to seek God first and see where he wants you to go. You end up in New York. You were supposed to be in California. You are disobedient and disobedience is sin. You said just go do whatever and then God will follow. That is not how God works. When he tell you to go and do, then do. When he say don't, don't. A prophecy is supposed to be confirmation. God, when God tell me to move, I'm going to move. When I, I moved once, and I was thinking about moving, and I had went to a church, and I got prayer from a prophet, and she told me, don't do it. God is not telling you to move right now. That is a later in life thing. And I moved a month later. I was gone. 
Yeah, that sounds good. I didn't even think it was a month. I was gone. I'm gone. Worst decision of my life. <laughs> Worst decision of my life. I ended up getting a felony warrant out of that. I ran from the law for five years of my life. I was getting beat up by the dude I was dating with. I had to live with an old man at one point in time because I had nowhere to live. Um, so I had to pretty much just live with him and do whatever he wanted me to do. And I thank God for him. Like that to me was still a blessing to this day because I got put out in the snow and I had nowhere to go. And this man came to me out of nowhere while I am trying to pretty much just nap in the break room of my job. Cause I don't have nowhere to live. And he was like, Hey, you want to go to the club tonight? I wasn't saved then, but I mean, yeah, God will give a donkey a mouth. And he was like, you want to go to the club with me? And I'm like, sure. I don't even like clubs. But, I mean, I ain't got nothing to do tonight but to sleep in my car. So, why not go to the club? And um, he was like, yeah, pull up to my house or whatever. And we, I'll take you or whatever. I'm like, okay. You know, not seeing no danger in this. I, I have an issue with that. <laughs> but still, it happened. Um, But, yeah, so pulled up to his house or whatever. He had an outfit laid out on the bed. I'm like, how you even know my size or whatever? Like, you know, this just, this guy, this older man, he said he used to, I mean, like, he used to say little stuff. Like, you know, he used to have escorts and run an escort service. And he used to say little stuff like that. But I used to just be like, look, I used to be quiet. I used to just be listening. I ain't say a mumbling word. Most of the time it was just, mm, okay. I just need somewhere to stay. <laughs> I'm homeless. And this man sold drugs and all type of stuff. Like, I was not where I know I should be. I was a good girl. Even though I was in the world, I was a good girl. I would never like, oh my God, what? One time I was so broke. I mean, so broke. And this is when that spirit was so heavy. It had just kind of fell. Everybody was looking into prostitution. Not prostitution, but it's still prostitution. But um, stripping, right? When stripping, everybody was like strip, 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 strip. This is when stripping became like a mainstream thing. And I thought about it. I was broke. And I prayed to God. Like, I brought that to God. And this is, this is like my life, y'all. I'm being for real. And this is how, no matter how unsaved I was, I always knew about God. And I was like, God, I am broke. I have nothing. I am working my fingers to a bone. And I still can't make any meat. If you don't give me the money, there's a strip club on my street that I live on. I am going to go and apply. God is so good. God provided. He pro he was like, no. <laughs> but I also, in my mind, I didn't really want to strip. Like, it was just a big thing that everybody was doing. I know I look good. I know I could do it. But I knew that that would, my, my grandma would be like, oh, my God. Not, my grandma was a virgin until <laughs> she was married. She didn't do a lot of stuff. So she looked at everything as, oh, my God. Like, you know what I'm saying? She old school. So, no. But it was a thought in my mind, and it was almost an action. I, I definitely was on Google looking up how much stripper shoes cost because I'm broke, and I need some money. <laughs> God is so good. Oh, Y'all, I was going through. I could just cry, like, just thinking about how bad I was going through. I was going through so many different times in my life. But God always, always was there, and I just appreciate that. Hopefully they help y'all, baby. And I can't even say that I ain't going through stuff today. We're go, we going to always go through stuff. That's the whole point of life.
but the thing is choosing make the choice on who you serve you're gonna go through things but who do you serve at the end of the day and then act upon that you feel me but changing my mind on how i think about god as this big punisher i had to underline this the lord is compassionate and merciful he has compassion towards you he feels for you he feels for you like dang that's bad like dang you going through dang like for real he got he's merciful he could be like nah this your fault he's like nah that's messed up i got you he's slow to anger he filled with unfailing love he gonna love you through this like for real he ain't gonna constantly accuse you he gonna throw it in the lake of forgiveness when that, those things keep popping up in your head over and over again, that is the devil. Rebuke him. You can't stop thinking about what you did and how you did this and this, what you said. That is the devil tormenting you. Understand the spirit of torment and rebuke it. Cast it back to the pits of hell and then speak the word of God against it. God does not accuse me. This is his word. He does not constantly accuse me. Devil, that is you. Those voices is not of God. Learn the difference. The only way you can learn the difference between God's voice and devil voice and your voice is to get a relationship with God through reading your Bible. You want to know who's talking in your head right now? Nine times out of ten, if you don't read your Bible, you, you don't even know who that is. You thinking it's you. You thinking it's God. You thinking it's the devil. It ain't even the devil. You got everybody's voice mixed up. <laughs> like them games that they play on tiktok when they put like the little box in front of it and then you gotta like drink out of each one of them and you like oh that tastes like mountain dew they like nah that ain't even mountain dew my nigga like that's orange soda what, what's wrong with your taste buds <laughs> like that that he does not deal with us harshly as we deserve we deserve to be dealt with harshly he does not punish us for all of our sins we got so many. If he was punishing us for all of our sins, we sin and don't even know we sinning sometimes. Because we don't even read this book. He ain't punishing you for all your sins. The ones he punishing you for is the ones you need to be punished for. This is, look, okay, look, at this point, I got, you know how your parent be like, look, I got to whoop you for this one. I be trying to let it slide, but really, really, <laughs> you wildin'. Not you, not you took my car at five. You getting your tail. Who told you to do this? No. And ran over the neighbor's dog. Got me about to go to jail. Get your butt in there and sit down. <laughs> I got a good imagination, y'all. The Lord is like a father to his children. So for those who didn't have a father in their life, and I think that's partially my issue. <laughs> that's definitely an issue. My daddy, Jesus. But I forgive him. Y'all. So me learning what a father is, is already a thing. I have a very, like, very, very, what is that? I know who my daddy is. He won a part of my life. He always claimed it wasn't his fault, but I honestly believe he could have did more. You know what I'm saying? I was so mad at my dad. I changed my last name when I was 16. I went to the court and changed my last name. Nigga, you do not get to claim me and all my gratefulness. You will not say, yeah, that's my daughter when I'm on TV. No, you will not. I was, man, I always knew I'm going to be somebody. I always knew that. That's that's just like, 
that's gonna happen. I still got breath in my body. I'm gonna be somebody for real. I don't know who, but I'm gonna be justice. And I'm in my own brand at the end of the day. Wherever I go in life, I am me. And that is stamped. I said that so many times in high school. My mama didn't buy me name brand stuff, you know, and that was like how I had to say it. Everybody got Jordans and Air Force Ones. Everybody got, you know, I did have a couple of like Air Apostle shirts, but I ain't had no Hollister until I got my first job. And then I had a Hollister jacket that was too small because I didn't even know how to shop for myself. So I should have got a large so that I can put sweaters underneath the jacket, but I got a medium because I wear a medium and then it was kind of tight. So yeah. <laughs> So I used to be like, yeah, brands. You can't talk about my clothes. I am a brand. I don't need to wear other people's brands. I am a brand. And I and that's just that's how I am. My lashes, when I sold lashes, those were me. I buy what I know I can sell. <laughs> this is me. You wanna be like me, then you buy my lashes. You wanna blink like me? Like, stop it. The confidence is there. I definitely understand that I am great. I also understand my shrink. I'm very self-aware. But real for real. Let all that I am praise the Lord. All of me. Be yeah, getting to know. Like, he a good father. What is a good father? Like, in my mind, somebody that's there. Like, <laughs> Can you at least be present? God is tender and compassionate. That tender part, because I'm thinking like God is like, hey, honcho, don't play with him. He'll kill you. He can take the breath out your body. But he's tender. That's a lot. And then I have like, think you have to read the Old Testament to get to know God. God wasn't playing with them. But at the same time, he was merciful. But at the same time... <laughs> I don't know. It's like he let some stuff slide. He like, he let some stuff slide. But at the same time, certain stuff he don't let slide. It don't even make, like, why are you so mad that Moses got hit in the rock? I understand that it was a thing inner, inner inside of him that he did it, maybe out of pride or something. But it was a rock. You couldn't let that slide. Look at how much he going through. Remember him. So then it, it, it creates, like, these conflicting thoughts. Because I don't know when you're going to decide to be mad and when you're not. <laughs> how like just like with samson how far to go you know what i'm saying like but okay he is tender and compassionate to those who fear him for i fear the lord even though sometimes i have to ask myself just as you doing what you're doing does it seem like you fear god right this second because you're living in your flesh <laughs> You saying what you want to say and you're doing what you want to do right now. You know better. Do better. But I know I do fear him because I have reverence to him. Even when I sin, I still be like, oh, that probably did not make God happy. And I hope that don't know bad comings come behind this. But then reading Joyce's book and she was like, she always lived in fear too of always so I know some strongholds in there of always feeling like you know something around the corner is about to happen i'm about to get punished i'm about to be in trouble i'm about to... yeah so there's some strongholds in there that god is helping me and i believe that if you get in your bible and then go get you a faith-based book go get a book out the bookstore by 
a pastor, a prophet, a person of God. They got scriptures in it. Are they able to back this stuff up with scriptures? That's why I don't listen to everybody's podcast. Back it up with some scripture and not one word. Give me more than one little line. I need to know you're really talking about what you're supposed to talk about. And you're not manipulating. You can take one word and manipulate it. I could take the Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him, and then make it where you can do whatever you want to do because God is going to be compassionate. But I never went up here at the top to y'all and read to y'all that he, you know, he doesn't punish us for all our sin, which means we do got to get punished at something sometimes. He does not deal with us harshly as we deserve. I mean, we do deserve to be harsh. He, we do, we deserve that. But I'll just read this one part, and that's how they keep their fingers in your eyes on Sunday. Because from Sunday to Sunday, all you read was one, all you got was that one little piece, and you think that this little piece is God when it's how many pages? Like how many pages? Do you hear me flipping the pages? Exactly. Stop it. That one little line don't represent God, a God of the universe that not only created animals, he created, he created humans and he created birds and he created sea creatures. He created trees and then he created flowers. He created mosquitoes. Let that sink in. Like he created rats and he created roaches and he created butterflies. Make that make sense. Exactly. Because some of this stuff. He created beautiful. He created these. He is the creator of all those tornadoes and hurricanes and, and, and all these disastrous earthquakes. God is still the author of all of those things. But he also is the author of the birth of a newborn baby and the creation of life and the sun and, and and the rain and the clouds and the beauty and the ugly. He is in control of everything. Wow. And you want to tell me that one verse? Like, I am trying to get to know God for real. He is multifaceted. He is a lot. He is uh, it's so much about him. I got to get to know this man. And it's going to take more than me reading one little sentence. Think about yourself. He created you and you appeal to him. I mean, he loved you a lot, but you compared to God, you're not that much. You're just dust. Um, <laughs> and look how multifaceted you are. Look at me. I, I can twerk and pray. <laughs> it don't make sense, but I do know how to twerk. I also do know how to pray. Multifaceted multifaceted like for real that's something and then i've read that in her thing today she was like the same mouth that we curse people with we praise god with i think that was actually um one of the scriptures that was in her out of the same mouth comes praise and cursing my brothers and sisters this should not be I got like two Bibles and a book sitting right here for whatever whatever God need me to tell y'all. I'm telling y'all and I'm giving you. And matter of fact, that was a scripture. So I'm going to let you know you can go read this for yourself, little mama. Read James chapter 3, verse 2 through 10. It'll be in there. 
really enjoy podcasting. I really enjoy because I, I enjoy reading about God. I enjoy reading my Bible. I enjoy learning. I enjoy it all. So I enjoy being able to share it, whether it help you or not. I mean, don't underestimate the power of a seed. Because you can say something to somebody and you be like, they didn't even do nothing. Like I told them, you know, God will forgive them. They still just like, oh, but it was a seed. Let the Holy Spirit do what he's supposed to do. He will constantly keep reminding that person of that seed that was planted. At first, they didn't even know that God would forgive them. So now they have to go through the transforming of their mind, which takes time. Plant the seed. You don't see all that goes on under the dirt before it sprouts out. Plant the seed. Tell somebody they are loved by Christ today. Plant the seed. They might shun you and be like, uh-uh. But it might not be for 10 years. The Holy Spirit might have to keep bringing this to their mind for the next 10 years. You are loved by Christ. I know. You, yeah, no, I know. Two years later, you're loved by Christ. Three years later, you're loved by Christ. Until they actually can really be able to have that, that stronghold broken off their mind to receive, I am loved by Christ. You don't know. And you planted that seed 10 years ago. You might not even ever see them no more. You don't know. You don't know. For real. I'm going to leave y'all with Proverbs because Proverbs are wisdom. Proverbs 14. 17 through 19 short-tempered people do foolish things the schemers are hated y'all know solemn that's what they say samson sorry samson was hated because he was scamming he was scheming he was that he was that guy simpletons are clothed with foolishness but the prudent are crowned with knowledge prudent means like you constantly search after the true understanding to do better right pretty much Google Prudent, P-R-U-D-E-N-T. You don't have to learn it from me. You can learn it yourself. Evil people will bow before good people, and wicked, the wicked, will bow at the gates of godly. Well, there was so much packed inside of this today. Praise the Lord. Oh, ye saints, everybody. Under the sound of my voice, praise the Lord, glory to God, the one true God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, my Savior, my Redeemer, my friend, my Father, my tender Father is what I'm learning, who loves me unconditionally, not based off of the works that I do, but just because he loves me. Still a lot to understand, but I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all for listening. I appreciate y'all for chilling with a real one. You know what I'm saying? On the one-twos. You know how your girl do. It was so good to be back that I spoke for an hour and a half. That's how much I missed y'all. <laughs> That's how much I missed y'all. Nah, for real though. I tell y'all every time. I'm about to stop telling y'all. But y'all know to find me on the Ghetto Good Girl Facebook page. Just Google it. But it is what it is. I would like to talk to y'all. I do want to have community. You cannot do life alone. You cannot do life without community. You need people. You need godly people. You got unsaved friends, get you some saved friends. If you need a saved friend, honey, I need a saved friend too. So hit me up for real. Um, for real. On um Facebook, the Ghetto Good Girl Facebook page. 
I've been checking it more lately because I have been trying to work my way back over here. Hopefully, hopefully, hoping somebody has said something on there, but y'all ain't. But it is what it is. People are listening. Even if they don't go over to the TikTok or over to the Facebook page, I know they listen. I know they hear it. I know that if God got a word for somebody, he going to get it to them. You going to fall asleep with one podcast plan and wake up with another one. And it'll be this one. If that is his will. I love y'all, but God love y'all so much more. In Jesus' name, be blessed. Be set free from the strongholds. Lord God, set them free. Set the captive free, Lord God. The shackles that's in their mind, Lord God. You know that they love you. You know that they're trying, Lord God. But there are things that are keeping your your children from their purpose. And you said that we will perish from the lack of knowledge, Lord God. So give us your wisdom your infinite wisdom beyond our years beyond the creation of the earth beyond the creation of the universe give us what we are to know to be able to move forward let us move forward in truth allow your holy spirit to lead us and guide us we appreciate you for who you are we appreciate you for what you do we ask you to hold our hand because we be messing up we be crossing streets with cars and not even looking both ways please tender father help Send the help. Send the help. Rally the troops. Send your angels. Send help. In Jesus' name, I thank you for it. For I know I need it. So I know others need it. Because I am no better than no one else. I ask that I make it to the rapture. If I don't go before. Just like everybody else. Under the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name. Amen. Again, y'all, y'all know y'all my my troops. I love y'all. But God love y'all so much more. Y'all be blessed.